0: What's good, everyone? Welcome back to my first kicks. This is episode 155, and this week I welcome Zion, aka Overtime Zion, to the podcast. Now, we talk about it on the episode, he is the youngest person I've ever had on the podcast, so it was very cool to hear his perspective because, as you know, sneakers, especially like people who talk about sneakers all the time, mostly just old heads talking about a time where sneakers were great and... All this, including me, I you know, sometimes I'll go back and be like, man, it was a great time back in the day. I could get everything. But I'm all about the future and talking to kids and not saying that Zion's a kid, but talk, just talking to kids in general and telling them about sneakers and hopefully them listening to this podcast will give them better insight into what it's like to be part of a community community. Uh, talk to people about sneakers, like fall in love with a hobby such as like what I'm doing right now. So I hope that this opens up the podcast to a lot of, I want to say like TikTok age kids who scroll because a lot of overtime kicks content is on TikTok and is formatted in such a way so that it's easy, catchable and, they're just trying to grab your attention for as fast as they can and give you some sort of reason to stay on their video. So it was really cool to talk to Zion, see where he started, learn about his family, learn about his involvement with sneakers, learn about so many things about him that we don't get to see in these overtime clips where he's just interviewing people. So it was it's, it's a really good episode, I think. And just getting a chance to to hear his take on what, like the difference of growing up in sneakers and also how he gets his community, where his community comes from, comes from mostly. And also just how he hustled to get to where he is now and how his impact into overtime and where it came from and started and how bad he wanted to be there. All that came from. So, super insightful, but I don't mean to basically sum up the episode in the intro, so I hope you guys will listen to it and check it out, and also follow him on all social medias. You can follow him on Twitter, or X at Zion Lord 2 follow him on IG, and also... TikTok at Overtime Zion file follow Overtime Kicks. Uh, We talk a little bit about Overtime Kicks and how during the pandemic we, me and a couple other people who are on TikTok a lot talking about sneakers, uh, just did not mess with the way they were doing their content. So talk about that. You know, it's not really like I just I just called it out because it's something that. Me and Morgan, if you look in the comments, would always go into the comments and be like, "Hey, if you guys need better hosts, let us know. We'll do it." So it is what it is. It's just jokes at the end of the day, and and hopefully this doesn't bring any hate, especially if they're listening. I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, if you aren't familiar with me or and this is your first time listening, uh, I am Haas. I am the host of this podcast and for the first time in my three years of doing this podcast, I actually did a YouTube video and it's on YouTube. I highlighted 10 sneaker stories from last year that I felt incorporated the culture, incorporated the community and brought a sense of camaraderie and things that were missing in the, the sneaker boom that we recently just re- I want to say recently came out of. So I made a little video about that, it's just me talking. I, I wanted to add in graphics and stuff like that, but by the time I edited it in 2023, and I had to put it out, but I, I was still editing it into, into the beginning of 2024. So I could not just wait anymore. I was just like, we're just going to put it out. So check that out on the YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see the video. It'll probably be suggested to you on the on the right over here. So. Please check it out. Uh, but yeah, if you want to follow me, I am who is host on all social medias. Follow the podcast at My First Kicks Pod. Follow the podcast on TikTok at My First Kicks. Follow, uh, subscribe, like, and subscribe. If you're watching this on YouTube, like and subscribe this video. It's very important. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please, please, please leave a five star review. I mean. If you want to, if you if you if you if you fuck with your boy, hook hook me up. Five star review go a long way. And if you have a My First Kick story, we're starting off the new year. I want to get more stories in from all you listeners. If you have a My First Kick story, please send it to me. MyFirstKicksPod at Gmail dot com or send it to me in a DM on Twitter or or. Instagram or TikTok, whatever, just send me your stories. I would love to read it to a guest on here each week. Been trying to do that since day one. So please, please, please hook your boy up with some stories. Just be a good time. And on to this week's guest, Zion. Hey, Zion, welcome to the podcast. What's up,
1: man? Thank you for having me,
0: bro. Nah, no problem. You know, I saw, well, recently we both, we both, inter- we talked to
1: Shake, so I was yeah. like,
0: let me, we might as I saw well. I saw
1: when I saw you interview Shake, I was like, yo, I got to get him on <laughs> like, I got to put him on. I mean, that was
0: dope, you know, Shake's, shake's great. And I mean, I, I'm pretty sure we'll talk about your history with Shake, but um, he talked a little bit about uh, just like, you know, helping community and stuff like that I was big on that. And I just wanted to have him on. But when I saw him talking about the day ones on your podcast, uh, on your show, on the your clip, um, I was, my bad. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's dope. You did way better than I did, as <laughs> yeah, I almost say.
1: Okay. I tried, bro. I tried. Yo, I took like maybe two days of deep digging. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a lot of, there's a lot of like unseen footage, like, we probably have a clip like we're talking about just history of him and Jam Master mm-hmm. J and talking about rap and all that. And we spoke about how he would try to give his mixtapes to them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like he, had, he put his phone number in there. He put his name and all. He hoping the phone line going to be ringing. And like that was one of the craziest things I heard. And He just drove down to L.A., got in the music video. So he was rocking. He was he knew what he was doing for real. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, you touched on that a little bit on my episode too. I mean, I try to I try to I think you
0: were able to get a lot more out of him than me because I think he was a little bit apprehensive towards me in terms of just like I was like I started off real bad in the beginning. Yeah. And like this is where me and you also have a little interaction. I mentioned the Knicks with him and yeah. he was like and I said I said, because I was watching the game. And I was like, oh, yeah, we we losing bad. But I'm using, I'm saying we as in like me and the Knicks. I didn't say like me, Shake, and the Knicks. It was like. Yeah, I'm, always,
1: <laughs> I'm always bashing Shake about the Bucks, bro. Always. <laughs> every chance I get. Every chance. When he came to the studio, I'm like, bro, the Knicks are going to do it to you tonight. And then they lost. And then the next game against the Pacers, I was like, bro, he might give you 50. And then I texted him, Pacers and six. Yeah. And then it was just like he tries to talk about my Clippers <laughs> and everything, you know. But we on eight, we about to be on an eight game win streak. Like, I, I mean, feel good. As Melo as said, you guys are a super team
0: on on 7 p.m. of Brooklyn. So, I mean, you, in. yeah, for sure. Uh, but for my listeners, if they aren't familiar with you, how about you introduce yourself?
1: My name's Zion. Um, people online know me as Overtime Zion. You know, I work for Overtime, represent as Overtime Kicks. Y'all go give us a follow, everything, subscribe to the newsletter. We give away shoes every week. Mm-hmm. So, and if any of you be in the area, any sneaker con, you'll you'll see me there everywhere. <laughs> Dallas, Texas, you know. I'm going to be in Seattle. There you go. Go back to Jersey in one of them. So, we're going to be good. We're going to be good.
0: Nah, yeah, man. I mean, that's super dope. I'm loving the opportunities that you're getting, you know. uh, it, It's it's really dope. Well, first of all, because I there's, on TikTok, I'm in like this little creator community, and they always just talk shit about how oh, overtime kicks don't know what they're talking about. But this is before before, before, yeah. you're, before you jumped
1: on. This was like the two dudes. Overtime kicks don't know. That's crazy, <laughs> man. I feel like, you know, we do a lot of things, you know, mm-hmm. behind the scenes. We do a lot of things. It's not just, like, we're not a normal, like, sneaker news type of page. Like, yeah. we're not going to post releases. We're not going to post drops. Mm-hmm. But we interact with everybody and every age in the community. We got curated posts. We got Original content, we bring people on, we play little games and things like mm-hmm. it's a little something for everybody on there. No, yeah, for sure. I think that this is this is, but what I'm talking about specifically
0: was like 2020. So, this is mm-hmm. like you know, and I think that you like it has expanded, and it's, I think you guys are doing, you know, you're crushing it. That's that's that's
1: why I had to have you on here. Yeah, so, shout, shout out to my boys, uh, <laughs> Thomas and Mikey for yeah, yeah Maybe for sure. us three, man. We be just bringing game, mm-hmm. we be uplifting everything. <laughs>
0: It's dope, man. Uh, But you're here to answer the question that I ask everybody each week. And that question is, what's your first kicks? What's that first pair of sneakers you absolutely needed to have?
1: First pair of shoes I needed to have? Mm -hmm. So I think with that answer, I'll go with, like, the first pair of shoes I ever bought, you know, with my own real money. Yeah, yeah. So that one is, like, I bought the white cement threes, the reimagined ones. You know, I have moved out and everything. And I was like, you know, let me just, let me spend a little bit. Let me celebrate, you know, I'm out the crib now. I got freedom. I can Uh do what I want. So I went out and bought the threes, you know, to reimagine. Like a little 350 or something at the time. Mm -hmm. I was like, ooh, I like them, though. I like them. I said, ooh, but I really like them. So I knew I needed to have them. I kept those, still wear them. Mm -hmm. And just from there, I be buying shoes still, like every couple weeks. I tried to hit on the Cactus Max today, and I didn't i don't know i don't I, I that whole
0: marketing thing with them i i kind of just took me out of it to be honest i'll be I'll be honest the whole zoom the whole zoom yeah uh, it's say, a great pr stunt i love it <laughs> it didn't make because like i thought it would be interesting if not too many people like shitted on it when it first happened um and i was already like you know yeah i guess it's, it's a marketing stunt whatever but for me it was like all right, you know, they just flipped the check and now they're making it like they're beefing and I think the beefing part of it was cool, right? Like that back to back like oh I'm Yeah. Back. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I um, enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Listen, if you're the demographic you I'm happy for you if, if you got it. Was it was cool. It was cool. <laughs> and uh but yeah, I mean, it's wild. We reimagined 3s are a shoe I wanted when they dropped and I couldn't get them because, as a size thirteen, they are extremely just like
1: yo. I wanted them bad too when they mm-hmm. dropped. I know my mom, my brother, mm-hmm. nah, we we're all on sneakers trying to get them, everybody. And then I know I didn't hit my mom, and I, my brother didn't hit, but mm-hmm. my mom hit a one of them, and like she hit, she hit in his size. So I was like, dang, like not me, you know. I guess it's his <laughs> I Got wait another time. But I always kept telling myself, like, you know, one day I'm going to get a real banger and, like, you know, I'm going to feel good. I'm going to feel really good. The, so this
0: was, like, your first job or were you, like, have you have you
1: worked before? Um, I could say, like, this is a real big boy job. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd say, up. like, that's I, I my real I'm first up. big boy job. <laughs> but, like, you know, I've done a lot of, like, you know, ambassador representation modeling things like that in the past. Like, I've modeled for overtime before I even worked for them. Mm -hmm. And just um, being in just like – it was originally just being in fashion and then moving towards more sneaker-related. And then just from there, you know, like, I started just pursuing more and more sneakers. And then I had gotten an internship uh, through the summer. Mm -hmm. And then it just went on to being full-time at that point. I was like, yeah, I'm going to just rock with this. That's, I mean, that's sick. I mean, first of all, you are – the youngest
0: person i've had on this podcast just so you know so 21, 21. <laughs> yeah yeah Crazy. so um yeah i usually have like older older people on be like yeah you know in the 80s we would, we would... <laughs> but That's it's funny. all I, I love that that i get a chance to talk to people of all age age brackets that are in the sneakers but the what was like high school like for you and especially cuz it's more current like
1: what was that like Damn. high school yeah so for many people that don't know, I graduated in 2020. So right. I had the COVID stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. My senior year ended in March, really. So I'm chilling. But high school, man, like, yo, my freshman is sophomore year, this is like 2015, 2016.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yo, the mids, the Jordan 1 mids was in, bro. Everybody had those. And then there was this time, crazy story, crazy story. Mm-hmm. But I know a dude, this was the big life of Pablo Tom. Right. So I know a dude just like, he got the Life of Pablo hoodie, but I already had the hoodie. So he I wore it for like a week and then he got it the next week. So I was like, whoa. And then I had the Yeezy 350s uh-huh. like when they first dropped. And then he got a pair of 350s the next week, the Beluga. So I was like, yo, this is a little wild right now. <laughs> but then he had fake shoes. Like his were fake, like real oh, fake. That? Yeah. And then a dude in the school, like they didn't have to go this far, but a dude like recorded it, put it on his Instagram. And like it was just trying to mess with him and all that, and like for everybody to see. But I don't know. I was like, "This dude getting everything I'm getting. What's going <laughs> on?" That's what I was thinking. So that I was, was like, your I first awareness, no more. Yeah, for
0: real. That uh, was that. That was your first instance of like running into reps and stuff like that.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. People were telling me about looking at the shoe number and the, mm. the little tag and everything, I was like, I, I don't even know how you know all this. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, wild. Yeah, that's my first encounter with some fakes, for real. <laughs> like, And I knew, you know, I didn't know if they were a fake, but I look back now and it's like the beluga with the orange stripe. Mm-hmm. It, like, didn't stop at the back. Like, it went all the way around.
0: <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that
1: does make a little sense. They're like, yo, um,
0: Kanye got a little lazy on this pair specifically. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it like. yeah. The, But I mean, that's wild because especially in 2020, like, that was the rise of, like, rep talk i think people are just
1: going crazy on tiktok with reps and you know people love buying <laughs> fake shoes bro people love it and some people know what they're doing and some people just like disrespect yo what was that sneaker con mm-hmm. in dc and there was a dude there and i asked him like how do you feel about fake shoes he was like i got them on right now some like all white easy 350s man 30 dollars he said And I was like, okay. It was like, they're just comfortable. And I was like, hey, that's how you feel. But he had a little Louis bag on. He opens it, takes out $30,000 cash in front of me. He's like, yeah, I'm wearing the fakes, but I'm here to buy the real stuff. And I was like, damn, like, you got 30000 cash in your Louis bag right now. Like, what's your plan for today? And he said, you know, got a budget, got to save. Like, I'm wearing my beaters right now. These are $30. They look real, don't they? And I was like, you know, if I never walked up to you, I would have never really questioned it. Yeah, it's
0: wild. Well, I, first of all, he said that if once he said the the sneakers are fake, I was already like the Louis bag fake, and then he's pulling yeah, out. You can
1: see a clip on overtime kicks on that, <laughs> and he says, like, Timu, $30, let's go. And then he was like, but the money real though, and he, then he takes it out, does a little spread and everything. Oh, Crazy. yeah, I
0: think I remember seeing that. it. It's wild. Yeah, that was wild. Ew. The... I mean, I, what is it even like walking those floors? Because I've never, I've never been to a sneaker con. I've been to the the first one that happened here in New York, the first first sneaker con. But that was like, like they had like activations with like Adidas and and yeah, um, I forgot who was there. It was like Snoop Dogg, somebody. It was somebody big that like pulled up to the first sneaker con, and I went to that, and it was interesting because that wasn't when. It was like the whole floor was just sellers. It was like a mix of like, yo, you can come here and do stuff. And then, yeah. you know, now it's like a majority. It was like mostly just like people selling.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like we go to Sneaker Cons and then Got Souls. Mm-hmm. So shout out Amir for Sneaker Con, you know, Jonathan, Got Soul. They be hooking us up all the time. Mm-hmm. But when we go, first thing is like, especially as people trying to make videos and content, Yo, it's loud, bro. <laughs> it's loud. Like, yeah. it's like so. Like, I gotta go to the back corner, and I would be pulling people over. Be like, let's record over here, over here. Like, it gets really loud in there. It gets re- Like half of the section, you really can't record in. Mm-hmm. That and then, like, I, 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 I understand. Uh, I didn't know that
0: until I went to ComplexCon. I was doing content for Com- like, yeah, stuff at ComplexCon. Com- and I'm it's like, really- my camera guy is like, shout out to Foggy. He was like. He's like, so much bass in this. This mad bass. He's like, that's not going to work. This is too much bass. You got to move. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's it's really loud. And then one interesting thing I didn't know, like SneakerCon and Gossel, they be having a lot of performers come on stage. Mm -hmm. And like, but a lot of their performers before they have a big actor, the people that like are selling shoes like vendors. Mm -hmm. So I'll see a dude trying to sell me a pair of shoes. 45 minutes later, he up on stage rapping like for 15 minutes. Yo, and I'm thinking, like, that, like, you were rapping now. Like, that's what's up. But I didn't even notice that. Like, I didn't even peep that. So that's Uh another thing. But then, like, the amount of people that stock up on one shoe and one shoe only and try Mm -hmm. to sell like 50 of that same shoe in a day, it's crazy. I was in Cleveland when those CPFMs came out, the ones I Mm looked like, bike shoes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You'd have every size from like five and a half to 14. At least, like, 75 on three tables standing. And it's like, yo, like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Or, like, (laughs) the amount of money people spend. Yeah. The amount of money people, like, put into this. Somebody had a table in Cleveland that was, like, worth almost $200,000 maybe. Jesus. And it's all just Yeezy Blinks, you know, Red Octobers, Uh you know, Deftone Dunks, Mm -hmm. Heinekens. Like, it was just those four shoes. That's it. But multiple pairs of them, and it was like, yo, it was crazy. It was crazy. I, I don't even I know how
0: people just travel with that stuff. Because these like, are like
1: this is like an old couple, like yeah. two old white people. So they just got it. Like it's they, like a two hundred thousand
0: on table. That's crazy. Well, I want to hold a pair of Deftone Tone dunks. I've never. I I've only seen them in pictures, and like,
1: yo, and that's, that's crazy just, in person. Yeah. I've seen. Yeah. I think I've seen every shoe, almost, that mm-hmm. I've wanted to ever, like, hold and see. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I love the Air Mags. And, like, I'm over here trying to get a hold on every Travis in my hand and everything. Mm-hmm. It's, like, so, like, crazy. And, like, the big red boots and stuff. Like, I tried them on and everything, too. It's, like, insane. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope you got them off unless you're still wearing them now. <laughs> nah, I wanted to buy the black ones, but I, I just sold on that. I folded. Yeah. I like, I'm not going to fall into it.
0: I mean, the- I didn't like. I thought the shoes were a great marketing stunt, in my opinion. But like to own them, to just have them in the house, like I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. Some people put
1: yeah. some people use decor and put a bunch of dirt inside, mm-hmm. and like just use it as like a flower, like yeah, a flower,
0: a flower pot. pot. I've seen that. I've it's seen. Disgusting. Well, there's that dude on TikTok who who buys a bunch of them and he turns them into Sonic. Like Sonic. Oh, yeah, shoes. that was crazy. Yeah.
1: That, that was crazy. He did that Knuckles one. I was like,
0: all right, you, you kind of was... you got me on you got me on that one.
1: <laughs> that, but I've, uh... seen, I've seen a lot of kicks at SneakerCon and Goshul. So next one we're gonna be at it's probably January 20th, God Soul. Mm-hmm. Actually, back here at home, you know. Yeah. Uh they call it Soul, New York, but it's gonna be in yeah, Jersey. It's Jersey. I think I might pull yeah. up to that one. It'll we, be we a might be like, a... so, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be over there. We're gonna try to give away some shoes everything i'm so i'm very happy we don't have to take a flight anywhere <laughs> um uh, i mean I, not many people know but like or do
0: they they do know but like your family is definitely in sneakers right so like yeah <laughs> sneakers, <laughs> sneakers since i was born yeah really. exactly so like what was that like where, where like were you just was your mom hooking you up with just heat in the beginning Were you just always rocking heat like where does your appreciation for sneakers come from
1: I think my appreciation from sneakers comes from really like, you know, like the work you got to put behind it. Mm-hmm. Like for me, the meaning of a shoe is like, how much did I really work for this? You know, when I got my first car, I was blessed to be like gifted and everything, but yo, I put in mad time and everything mm-hmm. like to be able to get this car. So that car resembles like a lot, you know? So like when I see my first pair of sneakers from like five to 10 years old, Like, my mom worked hard, bro, worked her ass off. So I, like, applaud her every time. And I look at those shoes like, yo, this is a lot of work. So it's, like, very grateful, very appreciative. It was like, you know, I'm going to wear my shoes. She don't really wear her shoes. She put them (laughs) all in a box of things. But, like, when she get me a pair of shoes, every time, like, I make sure I wear them and use them. Like, I don't let things try to go to waste like that. Mm -hmm. So that's how I felt growing up, really, like, getting all these shoes. It was really just, like, a big thank you and, like, yo, like... I can't let this shoe get beat up. I can't let this shoe get stolen or nothing. Like, yo, she put her like bless sweat and tears into this shoe, so I gotta make sure it's worth it. That's how I felt every time. Man, I mean, that's beautiful. Like, I don't,
0: I don't know. I, I feel like you would have, you were have, you, you are one of the few kids that would get like several pairs a year. You know, like, I mean, I could, I could just be making that up. I mean, you can yeah, tell that, me I'm wrong. was some
1: heat. I, I had <laughs> some heat, bro. In elementary school, I had heat. I can't disregard that. You know, I'm very thankful, very appreciative. She really worked hard, you know, did mm-hmm. a lot of things, kicks on fire, and, you know, et cetera, in her life. But, mm-hmm. Yo, she got me heat. I had some playoff eight, some great fives, you know, Olympic sevens. I had bred fours, military blues at a time. Like, mm-hmm. yo, they're, like today, I wish I still had those shoes. Right. I really do. I think but that she had, me, she had me in heat for real.
0: Yeah, that's fire. I mean, you're talking to somebody who's getting Payless sneakers for most of his life. So,
1: I don't know if you know what Payless is, but but Dude, I, do. <laughs> I do because there's been a time, bro. Like, you know, like every child, I've been in a spoiled phase, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's been times I've gotten in trouble, you know, in school or at home. And I gotta understand, like, I can't take this for granted, you know. So there's been a time I got in trouble in school, blah blah blah. And, you know, I had to just—you know—she took my shoes, you know, my good shoes. So I had to wear some payless sneakers, you know, some baggy dicky jeans, you know, a nice little big old sweater. You know, like I can't take that yeah. stuff for granted. Can't be messing up at school because I want to be talking about my shoes all day or showing off and everything like that. So, you know, there's been moments like that. I've gotten in trouble for, you know, at that young age. So, I—I <laughs> uh, I mean, what what have you gotten in trouble for? Where you were like, oh no, I ain't gonna get—I I ain't gonna get yeah, it, it was either like "Don't take away my video game" or "Don't take away my shoes," and I yeah. had to really pick and decide. But you know, I was a kid, man. I was like ten. You know, everybody, everybody got those little times. You know. Yeah, for
0: sure. Uh, I mean, do you like during that time when you're like wearing stuff into school? Like, were you getting stopped, and were you like, "Oh, wait, this is," or were you, oh, were you getting? Was it was it that moment that you recognized that, or was it just like, "Okay, this is." my mom you know hard work that put me into like oh, these things in perspective Or was it that moment where like a kid stopped you and that put you in that perspective
1: like to know about how big my mom was no 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 to know how oh, big yeah. the sneakers the sneakers let's talk about people stopping and talking about sneakers man you know like at that young age i really didn't even know what i was wearing either mm-hmm. so like i just put the shoe on <laughs> like i didn't I never knew how big and, like, great of a shoe the military blue was Mm -hmm. until, like, the military blacks dropped, Mm -hmm. you know? Especially, but when I first got those blues, like, I was really young, so I just thought they were nice colors, you know, a nice-looking shoe. I knew it was a Jordan 4, and that's all I knew. You know, or like, the Olympic 7s, and I thought Michael Jordan, and I thought Olympic rings, like, this means something cool. Yeah. And things, so, like... Me and my friends and things didn't really know much about sneaker culture and things. Yo, I was wearing Supras. Like, I loved... That used to be my favorite shoe. Like, I would rather get a pair of... You could ask my mom, bro. I would rather get a pair of Supras than get a pair of Jordans. Or, like, some Stefan Janowski's, because I be skateboarding I'm a, all the time at that age. I'm a, I'm a Janowski guy, bro. Yes, bro. Like, I was really on that wave. I was on that wave for a bit. That was... That was would you consider that wave the Lupe wave, or is that, like... Was oh, that the yeah. Wayne? Was that the Wayne wave? It's, like... it's both, bro, because yeah. I be I used to be blasting Wayne in my headphones and then Lupe Fiasco, like show goes on was on repeat. Mm-hmm. Listen to like a lot of problem and everything. Like, <laughs> yo, I'm just a i am just I was a Cali head, bro. I was a Cali head. Like I was skating everywhere.
0: <laughs> you're out there, you're out there rocking the supers, with the sky tops. Nah, yeah, that shoe. I mean, I made a video about that shoe too, because like a lot of people. I to me that that shoe was big to me because of Chad Muska, but like not many people know who Chad Muska is, but they do know who Wayne and Lupe are, and mm-hmm. you know the. But it was like everybody was trying to dress like Chad Muska at one point, and that's how yeah. that's how it came to like. I was that, just
1: big on like like my favorite skaters. I was huge on like Nija Nija yeah, bro. huge on P Rod, mm-hmm. yo, and like Rob Deerdag, bro. Those three, like yo, those three. <laughs> I was eh, I was I was locked in on them, bro. Some DCs <laughs> I always wanted, you know, some uh-huh. born and reckless or young and reckless, like all of ref- that. And then we got Nigel Houston getting some SBs and like mm-hmm. yo, like that was yo, yo, those three guys growing up was like my childhood
0: that's that's crazy i did because like niger during that time that's when he just started winning a ton of SLSs like back to back to back and that mountain Dew joint too right that was during yeah. that time and, and um, i know
1: p-rod bro i love p-rod yeah. always p-rod's
0: amazing man like i used to just always watch deerdex fantasy factory I was, say, like, yeah, was I was gonna say like i was gonna yeah that i mean that dude yo i don't even know how he became a millionaire off of dc shoes but he he freaking figured it out man and yeah that's lit. that robin big and like he, him running uh mtv at basically at one point which is yeah, r- that was all was yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's just wild that the the whole skate because like i'm big in the skate culture like i i love skating and i was not i just could never get on a board that's my my thing right i was mm-hmm. like the i was the dude that was watching all the videos like you can tell me I, I could tell you every single trick, but I couldn't do a. I couldn't even kick push at this point. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> that that's what got me into SBs because like I was trying to 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 learn how to skate, but like I was watching you know skateboard stuff for for a while, and and then when I learned that Nike had its own skate division, I was like, oh, I'm all in. I'm copping everything, and. It just grew from there, but the—I don't know if you ever got to see like young Nigel. like like he was like eight years old doing a kickflip with the dreads to the floor and stuff. Nah, uh, bro, I never see that. bro, was so crazy, bro. He would pull up to X Games and people be like, "What is he doing?" And he's like, "He's like, yo, he's this is like a prodigy. The prodigy is like six years old. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> you gotta it's watch. Crazy. You gotta watch videos, man. Um, it's crazy." The but like did you since you said you jump you jumped on the Janoski t- the trend like did you ever cop like Vans like you know I I think I yeah, feel like big Vans, Vans
1: guy yeah big Converse guy mm-hmm. Janoskis and everything you know I grew up in California so oh okay okay I'm in Los Angeles bro like that's all I'm wearing all I'm wearing some Vans some ones uh-huh. some SBS some Janoskis like I was good that's all I needed I was set. were you able to even
0: like. I know that you're you're basically in sneaker culture now, right? So, like, were you able to, like, witness uh, the differences in sneaker culture
1: as you're growing up? Yeah, bro. I see, like, I see a big difference. Like, back then, nobody really cared. Mm-hmm. But then now when people start caring, we want to bring the shoes from back then. Like, I'm big on just, like, leaving them there. Leave them in the past. We'll make a new pair of something. Yeah. That... But, like, we want to bring those old shoes. And, like, it was, like, $180 at the time, 150 And now you want to sell them for like 40000 or something. Like, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> that's crazy. To me. Yeah. The, the idea, I mean, you, you've seen and touched
0: a lot of rare stuff. So it's just like back then, a lot of the stuff that we, 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 that we're seeing regularly now, like, you know, like the Freddy Krueger's and the stuff like that, that stuff that's going for like 20 K, the, what the dunks, like all that stuff was a lot of hearsay. Like you, you, you until you had some notable person with with the shoes in hand show you a picture on a forum then you'd be like all right this shoe is real like the- yeah
1: like i held some paris dunks and i was like "Yo, holding like 50 something thousand dollars in my hand that's really what it is yeah and i'm like damn like <laughs> but it's, it's so crazy that that's what it is in my hand
0: yeah does it what is what is it like, how does that translate it to you? Like, did, does it make sense to you when you? Yeah, I would never. I would never spend that amount of money. No, no, no. But I mean, like, the, like when you hold something like that in your hand. But are you like, you're telling me this is fifty thousand because you're telling me? Yeah, because I look.
1: I usually look at the shoe. I look at the person and then back of the shoe, and then I look back and I'd be like, "You spent fifty thousand on these? <laughs> like, yo, like that's a that's a decent car, you know? That's a decent car." Or something like you could pay rent for a whole year. Or like, you know, like, I would never spend that much money on a shoe. Never.
0: (laughs) All right, y'all. I'm jumping in here to talk about Magic Mind. As a frequent user of Magic Mind, it has been helping me stay focused in my new job and also continue to push out content for you all, such as my convo with Zion this week. You can see that I'm alert and asking great questions. And I attribute that to Magic Mind. It has my favorite ingredient, matcha, which contains compounds called cathogens that helps extend the benefits of caffeine in your body. And of course, you can't forget the ashwagandha that helps me deal with the stress and anxiety of everyday life. Now Magic Mind is a simple shot you take to start your mornings, which you can also pair with a normal cup of coffee. But I usually just drink the shot by itself and then I'm off to the races. So gone are the days of sipping coffee throughout the day and it getting cold, or even being too caffeinated before bed and not being able to sleep. This is why I recommend Magic Mind to all my friends. Ever since I added this little bottle to my mornings has been such a game changer and it continues to give me energy throughout the day without the crashing. And I know we all hate that 4 p.m. crash in the middle of the day. So if you want to join your boy in starting your mornings with Magic Mind, visit magicmind.com Jan KickPod. And make sure you use this specific link because when you input my code, KickPod20, and subscribe for three months, you get one whole month free. Also, if you aren't looking for a three month supply, you can use my code KICKPOD20 at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. But if you are serious about hitting these January goals, like we all are, visit magicmind.com slash KICKPOD and use my code KICKPOD20. To get an extra 20% off your purchase. And note, this is only just for January. So you gotta hurry before it's gone. Yeah. It's, I don't I don't I don't know how people do it. Like, I mean It would take a lot. Like it'd have to yeah. be
1: a super, super special occasion. Like I'm wearing a shoe, something like at least almost 2000 dollars or something.
0: I mean, I I don't even I don't even think I would be able to put on a shoe if that's how much I pay for. It. Like, it, unless I'm like,
1: it have to be a one day thing only, like a yeah, wedding. Day.
0: Yeah, it's, it has to be yeah. like, and then
1: I'll be able to get my money back immediately after. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna clean them, everything, make them look new. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna buy them back to sell them back.
0: Be like, listen, they're, they're DS still. Like, I'll leave the bag lace attached. Yeah, I tuck, the tuck box, the, yeah. I tuck, I tuck the 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 lace bag into the into the back of the shoe. And be like at the wedding with the pictures. You see the little the little like, plastic. I'm just not married. We
1: good, bro. Come on, like, do a brother a favor, man. There's this there's
0: this one time. So like usually when. Before, it was, like, a lot different to buy used sneakers. Like, now it's just, like, eBay and, you know, eBay yeah. Goat, right? Um, but, like, on the forums, you know, I always tell this story. So I bought a pair of Purple Pigeons off of somebody. And the dude, I kept trying to get him to come down on the price because he's like, yo, I paid 180 Uh, Give me, like... Well, I think he's like I paid one eighty. I'll I'll sell you them for one eighty shipped. And I was just like, uh, I don't know. And then he was just, I was just like, did you wear them? And he goes, listen, bro, I wore them to the to a, on a date at the movie. So I basically wasn't even really in them. I was just I sat down in them and that was it. So the lowest I could do was like one seventy. I was like, nah, one fifty. <laughs> and I was like, you wore them, bro. They, 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 they're, they're used, bro. And he was just like, all right, fine, one fifty. And I got them for like, I, I talked them down like thirty dollars, just just because. <laughs> that's funny. I still got them, man. Those is crazy. You can't. That's, that's funny. It doesn't. I, I wish that could happen more because I know for sure that's not happening on the on the convention floor. You can't be like, yo, my man. Like you can't haggle anybody down on those on those floors.
1: Nah, people want the coin flips and everything. Mm-hmm. I've seen coin flips for $10,000. I've seen in hand cash of a dude buying a table for $112,000. You know, just like, and I watch it all go down, not even for content, just for like mm-hmm. myself. And I'm like, damn, like, you're just taking out a band, another 10 bands, another 10 bands, another 10. And I'm thinking, like, you still taking them out. Like, when are you going to stop? Uh-huh. And it's so crazy. It's just like, yo, people with sneakers and money. I always question is like, where's the profit? Yeah. And when does same it here. End? When does yeah. it end? <laughs> That's what I think too. <laughs> I don't. If I somebody bought out my table at SneakerCon mm-hmm. for one hundred and fifty thousand like, dollars, okay. I could walk away. I don't even got to be there no more. You took everything. I have $150,000 <laughs> in my pocket. I could stop everything right there and figure out the next life. We can retire sneakers from right there and start the next life. Get a house. Put some stocks in. You know, do mm-hmm. job. Like you'd be good. That's what that's
0: what I'm thinking like cuz that's that's how I'm thinking as well because if if you just sold the whole table then you have that's money for you that's the 150,000 all cash you. it's right. all cash so then if you so then it makes me think like you're just taking out loans to buy out buy these expensive sneakers and I mean that's that's where it's and then now People. you have to pay back the loan and now you you just broke even so all of this People. time for nothing you know that's what I'm saying I don't, I don't get it I don't know where the profits at I mean, I mean you you on the floor I'm not, you might have to start asking
1: these questions be like hey man let me what's that let, me, know, let people <laughs> I tell people this all the time because they think it's so cool when I'm talking to them and I'm like bro it's really hard like like if we go out of 10 people and what's the ratio of yes to no I'll probably get three people to say yes out of 10 people when I ask them like you want to answer a few questions And it's either these dudes look like and they know they're going to go viral Mm because they just look crazy. Like, I'm talking, like, we're wearing chrome hard jeans, a denim tears top. We're going to have some Travis's on and a little, like, Amiri hat or something. Mm -hmm. Like, you know you're going to go viral. Or it's just, like, some people are just weird. Like, I don't know. They think, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, they get scared. Like, bro, it's all opinions. Like, there's no, I tell people there's no right or wrong answer. You don't got to get scared. Yeah. So I've had some really good ones and then I've had some really just like really bad ones. Like I've just had a throwaway. Like I've probably each time I interview like 40 to 60 people, mm-hmm. one of them I interviewed almost a hundred of them. And yo, well, I'll only get like 15 that are only like usable and then 10 of them that I can only post. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's tough. It's definitely tough. You're definitely doing a lot of work for a little bit of time right? A little bit of, I, I guess a little bit of content. Yeah, I'm really in these
1: cities for like yeah. only 48 hours. Okay. That's really it. Yeah,
0: I mean but that's still, you're filming like a good majority of the time. Yeah. Regardless, you know,
1: so like. No, I want to start vlogging these trips, man. You gotta, wanna, man. You got it. That's what I'm thinking about. I gotta start vlogging these trips. I be seeing a lot of the same people too now. So they be starting to recognize me and I'm recognizing these people too. So it would be kind of cool. Like I be seeing this dude like like I be seeing Common Hype I'll be seeing, like, Kivado Kicks. I'll be seeing – I saw the Cool Kicks guy, Kias, or whatever. Yeah, that's his name. And then there's another dude. Dang. Uh, Dang. There's another dude. I don't know his name for real. It's one of those Puerto Rican guys. They say they're based out of there. Oh,
0: oh, is it – not Dracula.
1: That's the Dominican. Yeah. But it's it's like a group of them or something. I know them Mm -hmm. too, so they be cool. Yeah, but all these guys be coming out and stuff, so it'd be cool to say what's up every time. It was cool.
0: No, yeah, I mean, if you you you're doing so much traveling and stuff like that, it would be interesting for to see like your everyday because
1: I think a lot of people. It it's, it it's, it depends on the city. Really <laughs> has, yo, growing up, my mom used to be traveling a lot, mm-hmm. and I was always fine with it. I never really cared. Like I was like, okay, I'll see you when you get home. Like throughout my whole life, every age so she used to go to New York when I was still living in LA I used to beg her take me to New York take me to New York or she'll go to a different place and things Mm -hmm. so now I do the traveling and she used to always tell me I'm so tired I can't do nothing yo I never believed her until I started doing it because I went to DC one weekend five days home went to Cleveland the next and I was so exhausted man I was so exhausted and I was like I can't keep doing this I can't I can't (laughs) and then it was cool or whatever, but then two weeks later, I had to go to Dallas. And mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, then another two weeks later, I just got back from Houston. I was like, damn, like, oh my goodness. But now I don't got to go nowhere until like February. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. like, really try to embrace these days yeah. and grease them all. But traveling, you know, I had there's good ones and there's bad ones. Right. I try to make the best out of all of them. But it really depends on where I'm going. I've been to, you know, since I've been starting it. I was supposed to go to SneakerCon LA, mm-hmm. but I ended up getting COVID, bro. First Oops. time ever. Yo, and Damn. it was five days before. So I thought I was gonna get some buzzer beaters have a time in. And like, but it didn't happen. I missed. But you are testing yourself D- like crazy, like swabbing. Yeah, DC <laughs> D- was really cool, really cool environment. I saw a lot of like the architecture. The people were really Mm -hmm. interesting in, like, just the sights and everything. Like, I try to take everything into account where I go. Yeah. But the bad thing about D.C., we kind of booked it bad. We didn't stay there for a night or anything. We went there the morning of, and we left there the night of. Yeah. And I'm from Jersey, bro, so it's four hours. So I Mm -hmm. woke up at, like, four, left to Penn Station at five, took a train that got me there at, like, 11. We have an hour to kill before it even starts. Then we leave around 6. Our train back isn't until 8. Jeez. I get back at like 12. Then I got to bus back to Jersey. I get back home at like 1 a.m. And I've been up since 4 a.m. Oh my God. I don't even right? know. I don't even know how you did that. But then the next weekend, I had to go to Cleveland. <laughs> so then I go to Cleveland.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yo, Cleveland, Ohio, man. That's one of the worst places I've ever been. That's what I've heard. I've heard. I've never been. I don't think I, I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna go back. Never. <laughs> or at least I don't plan on it. But that's one of like the really like there was not really good food because me and my boy Thomas, like mm-hmm. he's the one that produces me all the time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we go out. Really good buddy of mine. He does overtime kicks, but. Like when we go, we like eat. We are at this time, we're watching college football, like last time, last time in the rankings and everything. Mm -hmm. There's really no good food in Cleveland, like nothing. So, we Mm -hmm. ate in the hotel. At least it was a nice hotel. We're on the bar on the 32nd floor, Mm -hmm. come back down to like the fourth at the restaurant, eat something nice, like a good steak and fries. So, I'm feeling good. City was trash. Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. trash. Yo, I take my PlayStation everywhere because I want to play some like, at late at night because I mm-hmm. land on Fridays at like 6 p.m. I don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. So I want to play a little bit, you know, relax, relax. Yeah. I landed. Wi-Fi, trash. Can't do, even do that. Can't. Food, can't really do much about that. Can't go nowhere. I'm stuck in the middle of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Nightlife, trash. So I mm-hmm. didn't really do nothing. I ain't doing nothing. (laughs) Just stuck inside the hotel, just like, all right. Then we talk about good times. Mm -hmm. Dallas. Dallas was fun. Dallas was, like, one of the best times I had. Mm -hmm. I had a couple boys I went to high school with. They lived in Dallas now. So I hung out with them, got to catch up with everybody. Went to, like, this Buffalo Wild Wings-style place called Mm -hmm. Sideshow, I think. Mm -hmm. And it was crazy. It was a crazy amount of people, like – Huge, like, looks like 150-inch, like, projector screens of basketball on. Yeah. Like, I was feeling good. I had a great night, and I was eating good. Like, I had a great night with my boys and stuff. Sneaker con the next day. The people in Dallas are lit. Yeah. Everybody is lit. Hellcats, Dodge Durango, sneakers this, sneakers that. Food was good. Like, I had a great time all around. Had a great time all around. Good flight. Like, perfect. And Houston was the same, bro. Houston Mm -hmm. was the same. Everything was great, so... You know, Texas showed out. I'm supposed to go to San Antonio, like, first week of February. So, you know, we're going to see how that one does. But, you know, those two showed out, definitely.
0: Nah, yeah. I mean, that's dope. I think getting a- being able to travel as much and being, like, you know, your age, being able to do that and, like, getting a taste of the different scenes, you know, seeing oh, how yeah, people. definitely move. at my
1: age because I got yeah. free time. I'm
0: yeah, 21 exactly. with all the
1: time in the world, bro. <laughs> oh, so I'm, like, chilling. I'm chilling. <laughs> Nah, yeah, cause I did
0: I did Complex Con and it was like I was w- basically working and then having to come back and work the next day. So mm-hmm. like I I flew a red I flew a red eye in the middle of the night to come back and work at seven o'clock in the morning the next day. Mm-hmm. It was it was terrible. That be hitting that hurts. Yeah. That <laughs> so. So, like you being able to do that and like this is your main thing is absolutely fire. I wish I'm very envious. I'm, I'm,
1: I don't know if you can see it in my eyes, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I feel like, you know, I always tell people I'm very grateful for how I got this job and just mm-hmm. like I put in mad time of work, like just volunteer work, you know, like. Somebody would text me. They need me here. I'm there. Can you do this? I'm there, mm-hmm. and this and that for like three something years. Not a single dime, and I just wanted to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. You know, like all that time. And I tell people, like, yo, it's hard, bro. It's hard. It's a lot of things that like come with it. It's a lot of things, but it's a lot of great rewards too. You know, do I enjoy you... a lot of the time at the office. The people yeah. are great. Yeah.
0: Do you do you think that's like a rare trait nowadays? Like, do you think? A lot of people, especially like of your age, are doing things like this where they're putting, they're investing their personal time into, into these things instead of just like, I don't know, Fortnite
1: or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, I okay. was told, oh, first of all, I think I'm great at what I do. Yeah. yeah. Know, and I'll never talk, like when I think about it myself, you know, I'll never talk down on myself. Mm-hmm. Never. But when people ask me, like, I'll always keep it humble, i always keep it straight and pee. You know, like, I tell people just I work hard and just try to do my job and the best I can. Mm-hmm. But I know what I'm capable of. Right. And I know, like, I can be great. And I, I, I tell my mom every day, like, all the time, like, I'm going to be better. Like, I tell her that all the time. I'm going to be better. Mm-hmm. I always will be. But she's the GOAT, bro. I don't know. You know, <laughs> I don't know. She, that's hard. That's, like, numbers I got to catch.
0: <laughs> I that's mean, but, like, but I'm talking about, like, like I guess... Like because I feel you and I've, I've ever since I started following you, like I've always felt that you are driven, right? and you know you you do have a great example of what you can and can do as you know your as we talk about your mm-hmm. mom, you know, but like, do you think that is harder to find in the current day, or do you think like you know is, yeah, is it, probably yeah. I got
1: told I did a podcast, so I watched the podcast with our CEO, our owner Dan. Mm-hmm. He did it with somebody talking about how to find their way to work in sports. Mm-hmm. And then I talked to Dan on, on his podcast and talking about how I got my job in overtime. So when he talked to this dude, Sam, he was saying, like, you know, how you get into the working in sports. People just want to immediately get on the sideline, talk to a player and then just review statistics. Mm-hmm. There are so many avenues to work in sports, bro. Like, you got to just find your outlet and what you're good at. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like, I love basketball and watching and talking about, yo, I play fantasy basketball and all this and that. Mm -hmm. I don't know nothing about a plus minus, bro. Me neither. I don't understand plus plus minus either, bro. And you're getting (laughs) me points. You know? That's all it is. That's all I know. Mm -hmm. But I love basketball. But I know I grew up around sneakers. Mm -hmm. Basketball sneakers take such a great... You know, that's a peanut butter jelly sandwich, really. Mm-hmm. Like, it goes perfectly together. You got people in the league like P.J. Tucker, who wear – I interviewed him. He said he wore, like, eight shoes in one game before. Yeah. Eight, bro. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing <laughs> with eight. You got, like, Shea walking through the tunnel and Kuzma. Everybody come with a new fit. Mm-hmm. You know, those two go together perfectly. NFL, yeah. you got custom cleats. Like, these Dion cleats coming back. People – like, Dak Prescott and Hurts with Jordans every mm-hmm. week. Like, it's perfect. You just have to find the right avenue, the right, like, the right area. Because I know, like, there's a couple ladies at my job, and they love basketball, women's basketball. That's Mm -hmm. what they do. They work for our women's basketball page. Mm -hmm. Or we got OT7, high school football. Like, they'll work and cover all of that. We got boxing, everything. Like, you got to find your area. We got our apparel, you know, like, lifestyle, basketball, hooping shorts, some mesh Mm -hmm. shorts, like. People gotta find a lane and not stick with like the general broad like you have sports and then a general broad job in sports and then mm-hmm. like other like branches out to there. And you yeah. gotta find like what branch. No,
0: yeah, yeah, totally. I mean I have worked I worked at MLB for a little bit for a small mm-hmm. stretch. Uh if you see behind me, I have an Emmy for it. i was just, just 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 my one accolade. But the <laughs> but the but it's just like Yeah, there's many facets to get into sports there's also many facets to get into sneakers also you know i've had uh spoken to people such as d wells who tells me all about like how you it doesn't just start it doesn't just stop at just creating the shoe you can you have to market the shoe you have to
1: yeah because my first love i never wanted to talk about sneakers i wanted to talk sports Mm -hmm. i always wanted to do something around sports either i go to the league or i'm somehow gonna stick around sports forever and then the sneakers just paired with it and i found a new love in sneakers and i was like yo like this is even better. Like I could just do all this together.
0: Yeah. What, what what was your what was your moment where you were like I'm not going to the league?
1: Damn. My moment I wasn't going to the league, bro. <laughs> yeah. It was like it really was probably my senior year. Because we one we had the COVID thing and I tore my meniscus completely. Like I blew it out. And it was Jeez. just like at that moment I was like, yeah, I don't know because I don't even know if I'm going back to school to get senior year tape. Like, oh. I don't know. I don't think so no more. And it's like, can I even go to school next year? Jeez. Like
0: that sounds painful, like, I, bro. I was
1: like, it's playing B time. Like, we're gonna lock in. We're gonna lock in something else. That's
0: wild. The I mean, were you nice though? You crazy were you you you, you track and nice? field, bro,
1: track and field I think I was nice, bro. It was nice. <laughs> I had things lined up. I had things lined up. What was uh what was your what was the school that you was gonna go to then? I wanted to go to CSUN in California, man. Hey. A little, get a little scally there. Try to, you know, I ran the hurdles. I was nice, ranked and everything. Mm-hmm. So I knew what I was doing. Damn, bro. That's, that's wild. But I mean, the pivot, the pivot is important.
0: The pivot is the most important. Cause like some people just take it and they, they'll, they they'll take that, that like realization. They're not going to make it. And then just, just stop right there. And then they just don't go anywhere or they'll, I don't know if coming back. Especially from a torn meniscus or a torn ACL or t- anything torn will make you be like, okay, all right, now I've got to do – got to try harder. i got to do this harder. And then you yeah. end up getting even more injured and you just – But, like, I yeah. the
1: thing is, though, I really – I'm a firm believer in this and it's crazy. I think people, like, when it comes to injuries like that, I think some people really have that dog in them. Like, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Some people really have that dog and come back differently than others. And I think in that moment, I had that in me, bro. I tore my whole meniscus and I was back ready by like, I tore it in September. I was back 100% by January. That that's wild. No, I felt perfect. I felt, I was jumping, box jumps, sprints, everything. I felt 100% in my left knee by that time. You know, there's some people that just got like, in that moment, some people got that dog in them. And I know it. And I, that's the truth. I tore I tore I tore my meniscus also
0: playing ball but I was play, I was playing ball in uh, a corporate league. I used to work at Comedy Central so we had a we had a corporate league and I tore my meniscus in it and the league the team the team ended up winning the championship without me. So we got to play at the Garden and I came back just like I was just like with the <laughs> knee brace with mad KT tape around my my knee like Hilarious. I'm like I'm playing on the garden floor I don't know when's the next time I'm gonna get this <laughs> chance I'm playing on the garden floor and I, I, was ball- I wasn't bowling I think I only I, I got fouled and I and I missed my my free throws because I didn't know like I've never played on a see-through backboard I'm so used to just flat backboards and yeah and I'm like, oh, this is right here. And then as you as you shoot it, I'm like, nah, this is mad far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's wild. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how people play on NBA court. But I guess it's, it's a. After you play after a while, it's easier. But I I scored zero points, but I still got to play on the garden floor. Oh, yeah, you good? <laughs>
1: good. A little Tony Snell action. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah. definitely
0: definitely, Tony snell i was yeah. i was doing absolutely nothing bro um yo zion thank you for jumping on but i also have one more question to ask you um i mean this one's funny because you just <laughs> it deals with you thinking about the moment where you're about to buy these sneakers so i want you to i want you to go back <laughs> and think about the time where you are about to open the box for the the uh reimagine threes, right? Because that's, that's, yeah. the, that's the shoe, that's the shoe you're, about, you're about to get. Now you're you, which is maybe like three or four years ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Behind yourself, what would you tell your younger self?
1: Dang. What would I tell <laughs> my younger self like four or five years ago? Yeah. How old was I? I was like 16, 15. Okay, okay. <laughs> what was I doing at 16? Damn, that's like sophomore year in chemistry class. <laughs> Okay, well I tell myself, probably like Okay, yeah, just like yo, like there's gonna be moments where like you are gonna realize damn like you just lost out on this. But you lost out on it now, but it's gonna come back later. Like you just gotta wait. You gotta wait. Just patient. Cause I lost out on, you know, big things at like 18, but I got it back. And like, you know, I got it back and even better. So you just gotta just gotta wait. That's really what I gotta tell myself: just patience, bro. Wait, patience. what'd you lose out on? Man, you know the first time, like, almost got close at working at overtime when I was like eighteen. I uh. had a little, had a little thing going on, mm-hmm. but it was nothing bad, you know. I just like I was trying to get a new ID and everything, and like nothing was coming in in time, so I can't get a work form done. Mm-hmm. So I met the dude that ended up taking that job, you know, mm-hmm. and he's a good dude, you know. No hate to him. I, like he's a great guy i know him to this day mm-hmm. but at the time at 18 i met the dude that took the job so i was like damn like that one really stung like okay okay but now it's like three years later and i always kept in contact kept doing things mm-hmm. and then now it's like you know i found a different path and i'm back here so you just gotta be patient you just gotta be patient no man that's that's great first of all you're worth it. your work ethic and like you're
0: like that is something that is super rare. Like people do not do that. I mean, I, I work in corporate, corporate America as well. So like the the follow up, like people don't understand the the importance of like following up and keeping your network strong and 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 building. Uh, I want to say like not bonds necessarily, but just like a network, really, of just being able to whenever. Because in all facets of, like, when you work in an industry, um, and this is for the listeners, like, you never know when that per- person that you're talking to can be your boss or you work with them. Because, yeah. you know... It, it, a lot of when it comes to working in any industry is a lot of the same people come in and out because there there are moments where, you know, you get somebody gets a better opportunity and then they're like, Oh, okay. And then they realize that opportunity isn't as great as what they one that they had there. So then they would come back and, you know, a lot of that in it comes in and out, especially when it comes to entertainment or anything that's deal with like, you know, advertising or social media, stuff like that. It once you're in, you're definitely part of like a weird brotherhood, but at the same time it's like Make sure that you're you're cultivating these relationships because in the long run, you know, that person that you're working with now can become, you know, the CEO of Overtime. Yeah, bro, you know? I love everybody.
1: Everybody in the yeah. sneaker community, everybody in the Overtime office. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I love everybody. But I hate when people do like, I can't stand the sneaker beef, bro. I don't get the sneaker beef in the community. Me, I don't
0: get it. Me either. Either. Me it's neither just bro. shoes.
1: I try, I stay out of all of it. I stay out of all of it. Nah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me because it's. I think
0: it's. But I also think is is it's, it's, it's indeed. It when when you're talking about something that everybody's passionate about, right? And you yeah. could even talk about like even with the top five or top ten complex list that was dropped. Yeah, right? I saw that. Yeah,
1: yeah. like people, people going were, back and forth and everything. Just yeah. like guys, like it's just a list. Like <laughs> everybody got an opinion to it. A list. That's what I yeah. was thinking of. You know, the whole list, like. Come on, guys. Like, they're probably just talking about, like, what's the most bought pair of shoes, you know, throughout mm-hmm. the year.
0: Yeah. And to me, it's just like, if you have this opinion and you're so passionate about it, then make your list and be like, yo, this is such and such list. Here's my list. And then we can, and all... you can use that
1: for good content. Yeah, exactly. Make your own list. That's what, and... like, we're about to do that too. Just make your own list. Like, yeah. And, and, but it's like, I think people
0: got to realize, you know, this whole thing we're all passionate about it and we all love it. And it's like, you know, we're, that's what I was, I'm my post on it was like, you know, people are going to get upset because it's like, you're picking your favorite child and everybody has the same. Yeah. Children, you know? like <laughs> So, 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 you know, starting beefs over it or like even just simple beefs of, Oh, I don't like your content. So just don't follow them. Stop following them. Just, Keep it moving, you know? Just It'll make your life easier. But, you know, there are always going to be negative people in any circle, in any passion. And those yeah. are the people that we should probably ignore the most, in my opinion.
1: I love the people at SneakerCon everything. Yo, they're so such great people. I be taking pictures with the kids and things and everybody. It'd be, it be fun. It'd be cool. I love everybody there.
0: No, yeah. Yo, Sion, thanks for jumping on, man. This is This has been a hell of a time. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about you and, uh, for everybody out there, you know, we say each week, wear your kicks. Peace.